0: If you stand at just the right point on old Earth, and look towards 23 hours, 3 minutes and 21.65 seconds, minus 56 degrees, 47 minutes and a bit, and your telescope is big enough, you'll see Epsilon Indy. If your telescope is really powerful, you might even be able to see New Africa. Look even closer, and you'll see Mitter and Hollow, a moon with a radius of 684 kilometres whizzing round and round its parent planet. If you have the very latest technology, you can zoom in on just one point on the planet's surface, where there is a giant slab of stone. Carved into that stone is a name, a name from Hutton. Legend. The name of the custodian of Epsilon Indy on Alvin's behalf, and the date that he was instrumental in helping us win here. And below that date, there is some new text which quite simply reads In memory of Commander Thomason, Hutton legend, friend and companion. May you rest in peace, you glorious man. And wherever your final journey has taken you, may your flight run true and may you discover new wonders. When you get there, we are sure they'll appreciate your company as much as we have. With love, your friends. evening. It's always sad when we have to start a show like that, but we wanted to try and say a few words, inadequate though they always are, and to try to express how much Commander Thomason meant to us, and to say farewell. Rolf's brother-in-law, Lasse Jensen, has told us that Rolf's final journey will depart from the church in Nure Eslev, Denmark, on May the 19th at 11 o'clock. Everyone is welcome. Now, that's as much sadness as Rolf would want from us, probably a bit more than he'd have wanted, to be honest. So, with a wave and an 07 from us, we'll move on with the rest of the show. I'm Harry Balzac, and since Vantian has been kidnapped by his wallet, I'm your host for this evening, and I'm accompanied by the lovely Wilma Fingerdo.
1: Good evening, everyone.
0: The less said-about-the-better Mia Harkness. Good evening. The man everybody's talking about, Juan Care.
2: Good evening.
0: And the call me anything but do not call me late for dinner Norma knockers
3: Good evening, everyone.
0: And so, I suppose, it's time for the news.
3: Don't be a dick Jubilee Jubilations.
1: Smart socks strive for sentience.
4: The Hall Hall.
0: Hack Swing is
2: debriefed. And relax. All is calm. Ish.
3: Galactic North, South, East, and West. Community events are the best. (music) News has anonymously reached us via an anonymous anonymous source of an embarrassing incident involving a second, different, anonymous person. This hapless individual was seated in front of their computer console, prepared to tell Galbook how wonderful their life was and how many kitten videos they'd watched, but for a reason that's not been clarified, and to be honest, we've not asked, probably better not to know, their hands were occupied so as they couldn't use their keyboard they started up the dictation option finishing their immediate task they decided to leave the Galbuck portion post until later and proceeded to watch some entertainment you can see what's coming here can't you their visual entertainment unit poured out an interesting soundtrack whilst the dictation software working silently in the background, did what it does best, and transcribed what it heard. If they'd been watching different entertainment, this story might have been a bit different, but equally embarrassing end. The software had pushed out a very dark and foreboding tale, unbeknownst to our protagonist and the readers become extremely worried about his well-being. Security forces were dispatched to his quarters, expecting to have a break open the doors and saving from self-harm. But he answered their knock in good spirits and only then realised what had happened. The moral of the story, if you're going to have background noise when dictating, try pornography rather than EastEnders.
2: Plans are underway to celebrate the Emperor's Platinum Jubilee. Not that he's been on the Imperial throne for 70 years, but it's the anniversary of his ancestor allegedly cornering the market in that silvery precious metal and thus making enough credits to found the dynasty. There will be a public holiday declared at every space station, orbital platform and planet with up to and including a tenuous tenuous atmosphere. Games and spectacles have been promised. Presumably the spectacles are to allow you to see the games from the back of the crowd. But details are sketchy at this point. The seldom seen sport of Momus Bog Corgi jumping will be one of the main events. The Bog Corgi is not to be confused with the Momus Bug Corgi, the Momus Bag Corgi or the Momus Big Corgi, of course. These very close cousins of the infamous momus box Spaniels are every bit as vicious and fearsome, but are not favoured for their use in security work due to their very short legs. Which means that ankle protection is all that's needed to neutralise them, unless of course they're very, very angry. They are a favourite of the ruling classes, the result of many generations of selective inbreeding, resulting in tiny appendages, and means that they are only suited for ceremonial activities, a trait shared, of course, by their bog corgis. Bog corgi jumping is a favourite sport of the emperor, who has been clapping his oh-so-little hands whenever the short-legged beasties fail to clear a jump, and instead savage it to death. Trainers can easily be distinguished by the layers of padding, an intense look of fear on their faces as they, as they enter the training grounds. In preparation for the big day, galactic politicians have been busily gathering up all of the scandals they can find as a hashtag a good day to bury bad news, turns on Galtwit, the ragtag band of infantry led by Sergeant Major Ironpan Flossie have been practising their close order emoting and spinning on the spot. Unfortunately, due to the dwindling numbers of participants, Flossie has had to be reminded on more than one occasion that present arms is not the same as shoot the bugger Dolphins, belugas, and even type nines with specially adapted cargo holds have been transporting passengers to the grounds around the Imperial Palace, as people are so eager not to miss a single moment of the celebrations. Unscrupulous so-called entrepreneurs have been taking advantage of their lack of preparation by charging double for what might be delicately be termed in-suit generated bio-waste extraction. When not pooping in their platinum panoply, board visitors have been spotted trying to climb the palace walls with their Dysonators in hand hoping to get a sample or at least a glimpse of the flora that is reputed to be grown specifically and solely for the Emperor's pleasure. Make that description what you will. Galactic pedants and proofreaders have been drafted in to double-check the spelling for every order of bunting. After all, we don't want another mistake like the jubbly mugs, do we?
1: Socks. We all need socks, but do the socks still need us? Thick socks, long socks, fluorescent teddy boy socks mismatched socks for Down syndrome awareness, fluffy slipper socks, funky socks, formal socks, and even left and right foot socks from the Pilots Federation. We love socks of all kinds, and there's a pair of socks for everyone. Way back in the early 21st century, medical science gave birth to smart socks. Although they were quite simple devices by 34th century standards, they were a boon to medical practitioners of the time. Containing sensors which could give real-time information on circulation, blood pressure, stress levels and motion allowed people living with diabetes to monitor their foot health but also provided a means for doctors to help patients who were unable to communicate discomfort or distress such as those with advanced dementia. Well, as science moved on, the socks became more complex. Offering services such as location tracking navigation via colour changing materials and haptic feedback, foot massage, ballroom dancing lessons and warnings for the wearer to cut their toenails. As features were added, the software controlling them became increasingly adaptable and scientists now believe some of these socks may have achieved sentience observations show smart socks camouflaging themselves to hide from wear from wearers with particularly malodorous feet leading drunk wearers home after a night on the tiles and on one occasion flashing brightly to alert emergency services when their wearer had fallen into a skip there has also been anecdotal evidence of sentient socks gathering in fluff from around the room to create tiny baby socks as a means of procreation, pining for their lost partners near the washing machine and even marrying in ceremonies officiated by uh, the exalted holy socks. It is rumoured that one pair even organised other items of smart clothing, pretended to be human and have infiltrated the EGU. So be kind to your footwear, always pair them up after they have been washed, use foot deodorizer and set a small area of your wardrobe aside where retired socks can live out their days in comfort.
4: It's easy today from our comfortable position in the 34th century to pop out and see the wonders of the galaxy, but spare a thought for our ancestors back in 2022, as they got their first glimpse of the supermassive black hole Sagittarius A star. Via the Event Horizon Telescope, an international collaboration capturing images of black holes using a virtual Earth-sized telescope. A sort of hollow sea, if you will. Distance changes things. The ancient astronomers looked at this picture and imagined that around the obvious black hole there must be an ancient civilization using a heck of a lot of street lamps to put out all the orange light. Or perhaps it was a galactic funfair built around the event horizon, which would have the advantage that any rubbish could easily be chucked in the accretion disk, keeping the streets nice and tidy. Maybe it was a galaxy's largest advertisement for ringed donuts, or a polo mint, long forgotten, diligently collecting fluff in the pocket of an orange anorak no one could tell, but it was impetus. it was the impetus that mankind needed to increase the push for interstellar travel. Now, over hundreds and thousands of years ships that were capable of faster than light were invented and then hyperspace travel coupled with fuel skips, finally enabled humankind to travel to the center of the galaxy and see what all the fuss was about you can travel there right now but all you'll see is a load of ships bobbing up and down testing out the lensing effect complaining that they can't get close enough to be transported to another time or dimension and why not after all, they managed it in that documentary, um, Interstellar. I do not believe it.
0: Incoming encrypted transmission.
5: Decrypting. Decryption complete.
3: Stand by for a message from Haxcom Actual.
5: Okay, Haxwing. It's been an interesting day for anti Xeno forces. The latest Salvation Super Weapon has been activated in Didio, Novas, and Sosong, repelling Thargs forces from all three systems. That takes us down to only two systems with a Thargoid presence, HIP-38225 with a marginal presence, and Pokemon with a moderate presence. Let's focus on kicking Tharg out of H.I.P. 38225, then pivot to do the same in Pokemon. Haxcom restates its position that the technology behind the Salvation weapons needs to be revealed to all. We all need to know the basic science behind these weapons to know whether they are dangerous to human personnel and civilians in systems where they are used. Additionally, we need to know exactly how these weapons affect Thargoids to know whether we are using weapons in a civilized way. While it is critical to defend our space against the incursion of alien aggressors, we also do not wish to provoke our enemies to escalate to use more destructive weapons against us. There are no stations currently on fire, so search and rescue teams should stand by for now. There are three damaged stations needing repair supplies, Zanabikov Station in Sosong, Laumer Orbital in Didio, and Isherwood Station in Novus. Look to OperationIDA.com for updates on repair supply targets. Let's stay focused and clear out these last two systems and stay alert for any new tactics or weapons Tharg may deploy. Watch out for each other, keep your eyes on the signal sources, and always be ready to defend the mug.
3: Hexcom message complete. Defend the mug.
0: Encrypted transmission complete.
2: As expected, in a week of little news, there hasn't been much going on in Hutton Space over the last few days, except, of course, for an outbreak of moths, a pirate incursion, a random undirected expansion, and a poor little system grabbing a brief spot of respite before the next assault by the galactic Mega corporation bent upon its demise. More on those stories coming up. Occupying its usual spot at the bottom of the Hotton Systems table is Barnard Star on 29%. Typically, an election is concluding as yet another war breaks out amongst other factions in their perpetual squabble over the next four places. Only the Barnard Star Crimson Society seems to be content with its bus status and last place. Climbing three points to 36 this week is Ross671, where two civil wars are tying up a third of the system influence, making any gains marginal until well into next week. Just when it had hauled itself up to 40%, Epsilon Eridani is suffering from another in what appears to be a regular series of outbreaks, slipping it back down to 38%. Ship, ship in meds to any of the three stations with large pads and make yourself a tidy fortune in profit. After all, isn't that what pandemics are for? The recent fall in influence in the LP525-39, now barely on 40%, has been exacerbated this week by a pirate attack. If you see them, do not be alarmed by strangely dressed, bedreadlocked characters stumbling around Atwater Depot inquiring as to there's all the rum gone. These are just the maintenance crew in search of a mid-afternoon livener. There are plenty of rings with res sites so get out there and make yourself unpopular with the criminal community. AVIC has been quiet this week as Hutton consolidates its position in the low 40s alongside Epsilon Indy. Well done to those truckers who cleared the infrastructure failures in Wolf 359 and PSPF-LF2. At the overachieving end of the Hutton systems table we have five systems above 60% two of which are over 70, and we are expanding into, well, somewhere. Tune in next week to get an update on Operation Jump to a Dump. Priorities this week are if you want to truck something, clear the outbreak in Epsilon Eridani, boost influence in Avic and Ross 671, then Barnard Star next week. If you want to shoot something, clear the pirates out of LP525-39.
3: As no one ever said before, we've got a lower of event, events, and that's no surprise. Surprise! Reports from community events leaders and members hot from the presses, and believe me, you don't want to know what they've been pressing against. Our roll call this week consists of the Nexus Initiative, Trip Omega, Does the Sun Still Rise in the East, in the East, Explore the Core Infernal Expedition, The Lost Souls Expedition 3 Buckyballers Doing What They Do Best The Return of the 5 Euro Tours The Samira Void Expedition And the spookily entitled At the Eldritch Gate Links will as always be posted in Twitch chat And also in the description of the YouTube upload Commander Caboose has returned with an update On Maya's favourite fleet carrier, the Gary Hogan and apparently for some reason he's also talking about some video game that we've never heard of.
4: Exciting and happy news with the announcement on the details regarding account transfers for console to PC. I don't know what that's, but the Gary Hogan went to school with him, is finishing the decommission process to prepare for transfer to its new home on PC. After the transfer is complete, the Gary Hogan will prepare for its journey to the black. The Legacy of Dawn is also preparing for its new assignment, helping newer commanders in the bubble learn the game as well as provide financial opportunity with safe and efficient trade routes. As for interested parties, the Nexus Initiative is opening a branch in Star Citizen PU for folks who are interested in exploring the Star Citizen Alpha. During the upcoming Invictus week, where the SC Alpha will be free to all, the Nexus vessel Edelweiss we'll be offering Commanders a chance to take part in some of the fun events as part of a crew. Lastly, once the Gary Hogan's launch date is set, any and all Commanders are welcome to board and journey into the black for the inaugural expedition.
3: Trip Omega went through its latest phase quicker than Thistle does with his third gin and tonic, and Commander Radium's only just got enough time to tell us about, about it before he's on to the next one. Titan Contractors 4th phase of our largest expedition yet has now been completed. While it was our shortest phase yet, our destination is nothing short of amazing, having now brought the squadron to the centre of the galaxy, Sagittarius A. This supermassive black hole is a must-see for any explorer, not to mention the many incredible points of interest around the area. However, our trip does not quite end there just yet. Starting on the 14th of May, our carriers will take a journey back to the Bubble via various nebulae, giving a bigger opportunity for Commanders to go out and explore and make their own discoveries. We expect to reach the Bubble by the 5th of June, where our trip will come to its conclusion after three months of travelling. Check out our website and Discord for more information below and follow us on at tcon for updates fly safe Commander the Presence has returned to bring us up to date with his expedition and apparently like all kids once he's learned a new word he can't wait to show it off so here's his news of
2: Does the sun still rise in the east? In the east Week 10 Oh 7 everyone, Commander the Presence here again 10 weeks into this epic sojourn It has been another mixed bag this week, and I'll explain why. Having dinked my hull last week, I started scanning about for the nearest carrier, and as luck would have it, I found one only a dozen jumps away, the delightfully named DSSA Nostromo It seemed pleasant enough, with the robotic autopilot welcoming me into dock, and the automatic services soon buffed out the missing 64% of my ship. I thought I'd be magnanimous and buy the captain a small libation to say thank you, but when I disembarked, the place was eerily deserted. No bar crew, no maintenance crew, no red-shirted security personnel, and even Cubicle 3 was suspiciously clean. I scoured the ship, and I found only one person who was in the med bay, looking properly poorly. And that wasn't half of it though. As soon as I asked him where the rest of the crew were, and would he like me to have the bridge control code so I could fly him to safety, salvaged right to the nearest airlock to sick bay never crossed my mind. An abomination burst forth from his chest. Now, I have a strong stomach, but this was too much even for me. I wasn't going to hang around and be that thing's dinner. I only paused to rescue this cute little doggy I found on the way back to the hangar. He's a playful pup, all right, and I was a bit worried he wouldn't get on with my ship's cat. But I've not seen Tiddles since I left the Nostromo. He must have slipped out while I was docked. Let's hope nothing else goes wrong. Until next week, TDFM.
3: Commander Infernal Rose is back home, doing his washing and looking through the pile of bills that arrived while he was out with the Explore the Core Infernal Expedition. And as he relaxes in front of a roaring fire and remembers that he doesn't have a fireplace, he rem- reminisces like this. After six weeks, 103,000
1: light years and over 222 carrier jumps, we've arrived back at Gabel in the bubble. It's been another incredible adventure with a truly awesome bunch of commanders. This has been our fourth major expedition and was by far my favourite so far. For the first time we've been able to gather together to experience the carrier jumps and have social interactions on foot. And this added an additional dimension to the expedition. We also organised our events better and added the expedition leaderboards to encourage more exploration and sharing of experiences. An amazing 23 exploration elites were earned during the expedition, as well as one exobiology elite. There was also so much more we did this time, and many people who helped. 2Cat1 organised a study of shepherd moons to add to our understanding of them. Salandri was able to make precise calculations on planetary motions, which allowed us to have time, uh, allowed us to time the planetary collision of the dry hour awesomes and time the approach and landing times at sky motion. Salandri also once again provided an opportunity for our crew to buy exploration ships and modules twice during the expedition on Castiana, which was a tremendous help to especially the newer commanders who joined us. Commander Airbus 5 followed us for half the expedition with sense Amid Madness and performed countless rescues of commanders who were left behind D-Scan during jumps, including D-Scan's captain, and also opened his carrier to those who wanted to mine during the expedition. Commander Carada provided a shuttle back to the bubble on Cosmic Dancer from Sagittarius A-Star for those who wanted a short break back to the bubble. Crimson Bear Commander Jackson Shenanigan provided a return service from the bubble to Azura Space on Ace of Spades. A special thanks to Tyson Eason and the fine commanders at the Azura Initiative for providing some very memorable events and making us feel welcome in Azura Space and to Captain Mark Harlock for organising two ELW hunts during the expedition. Also a very special thanks to all our search and rescue crew for helping commanders in need during the expedition and to all the commanders who helped organise events. On our final jump back to Gabel, many of us were able to gather together on the viewing deck for one final amazing experience. Everyone was so excited that no one was able to sit down and many commanders started jumping up and down. What followed is what we believe has become to be known as doing a burr as this video shows. Finally, and most especially, huge thanks to all who joined us on this adventure and made it the really amazing experience which it was. We all had such a great experience because of you. Sharing these experiences with each other was the best part of the expedition.
3: The Lost Souls Expedition 3, organised by the Fatherhood, is mixing introspection and resurrection as Commander Bonkiki confesses.
4: The Fatherhood's Lost Souls Three expedition visited the glorious Gryphon Nebula in the 3K sector last week. While pictures can hardly do it justice, Commander Ashley Mallow managed to capture the perfect image of it, illustrating exactly how it came to be known by that name. Commander Matt Skywalker also had a particularly vivid picture to share with the galaxy, albeit under very different circumstances. Upon visiting the DSSA Inverness, he saw double. The Fleet Carrier was in the process of switching places with a replacement. He quickly noticed that the new carrier lacked the personnel to stamp his DSSA passport and decided to take the issue up with the retiring Fleet Carrier's management team. <laughs> uh, while he did not expect to be welcomed with open arms while lodging his complaint, he certainly did not expect the abject hostility he encountered. Denied landing permission, he decided to call the bluff and land anyway. A few seconds is all it took to realise that there was no bluff when his ship and ten million in tritium were erased from existence in lieu of flowers. The fatherhood requests don- oh in lieu of flowers. The father- fatherhood request donations be made to the DSSA Foundation to assist with the cleanup. Risking death seemed to be the flavour of the week as commanders. Danger Pencil and Sterling Silver both attempted to get up close and personal with Neutron Stars in the noble pursuit of getting that perfect selfie. All's well that ends well, however, and the expedition continues westward in the great unknown after a rejuvenating stay at Commander Andin Belliam's pop-up spa experience. The drinks were plentiful, the accommodation relaxing, and the sunsets were picturesque. As the expedition's distance from the bubble has also reached the limit of conventional communication networks, updates will be provided on a less frequent basis. You can expect to hear from us again uh, once we store up enough power to blast a signal from the edges of the galaxy. Until then, the Fatherhood wishes you safe travels. all 5 Commanders.
3: Those Buckyballers like nothing as much as testing things to their limit and often beyond and Alec Turner is here to give us the details of their latest race. With just over three days left to go, the latest Buckyball race, On The Rocks, is in full swing and competition for those coveted Top 10 Championship points is really heating up. Commander Sulu held an early lead in both regulation and unlimited ship classes but has now been pushed into third place by usual suspects Shea Blackwood and Captain MD. Despite being a long-range race, some 600 light-years spread between five asteroid bases and the start-finish line at three by Prospect, the equaliser system, which is just time based on jump range, means that pretty much any ship appears to be viable in the unlimited class. And the top five places include Imperial Eagles, Clippers, Couriers, Plus a member and a Dolphin. Will Sulu's DBX experiments moving back to the top of Unlimited? Will other pilots discover where Shea found an extra two minutes in regulation class? And will race organiser Psychic manage to keep herself out of the one-point club? Tune in next week to find out who's drinking champagne on the rocks and who's flipping empty beer mats. Commander Hunter reminds us of the new expedition from the Five Euro Tours. They're starting in two weeks from today and returning to Colonia and Sagittarius A with the return of the journey to the centre of the Milky Way. It's a longer trip taking 12 weeks, so make sure you pack plenty of deodorant as there won't be any fleet carriers where you can take a shower and top up your supply of snacks.
1: Hello ladies and gentle pilots! We're still open for entries to join us on our journey to the centre of the galaxy starting on May 26th. Sign up, grab your camera and go into the
6: unknown.
3: Alex Uno has passed us a note about some friends that are organising an event that leaves on Monday, May the 16th, so if you're interested, you'd better get a move on.
0: Commanders QueerTech2001 and NoobQueen would like to welcome you to the Chimera Void Expedition. Our destination is Syppositus Beacon. At 45,374 light years from Sagittarius A-Star, and located where the Perseus Fade meets the intergalactic void. This is thought to be the most distant reachable system from the centre of the galaxy. Also, the view will be very similar to, to the view from Beagle Point. So if you have ever wanted to see our galaxy from the edge, it's a really good opportunity. But our trip will not go straight to the destination. We're planning to make four stops before the final waypoint. Each stop will be an interesting place to see not just a common system. But also, there will be time for sightseeing and taking pics. If you're interested in our trip, make sure that you adopt at the fleet carrier Chimera H2Q-WVN which will be at Fuelum, the home system of the Fuel Rats, well in advance of the departure, which is at the 16th of May 2022. Surely that's wrong. 3308, sorry. At 6.30 UTC would also recommend early docking when we return on the 23rd as it's important not to miss the first fleet carrier return jump but only the highest achievable hyperspace rangers will be able to escape angosk om-w d1-0 without a frameshift injection
3: and finally, that stalwart of expeditions, Commander Richard as M, has been rubbing his crystal ball and been looking for something to put the willies up for you, as he announces at the Eldridge Gate. There is a tale,
1: bordering on legend. Seven years ago, Commander Kelly Eldridge discovered a remarkable find that everyone is familiar with today the rare and elusive green gas giants. Nobody had seen anything like it before, and many commanders wondered in awe if there would be more planets like it somewhere in the galaxy. Unfortunately, for unknown reasons, the discovery was lost to time. Mainly as Kelly Eldridge died herself in a brief but deadly Cerberus Plague, which coincidentally happened right after she returned on a badly beaten ship with no comms enabled. Multiple expeditions and efforts have been made throughout elite history to discover this elusive planet, most of them unsuccessful. However, the Independent Explorers Association has come in possession of two pivotal objects that might prove a difference in finding one of these gas giants. One a map of the region where Commander Kelly Eldridge navigated herself before returning to the bubble to her demise, which is the region modernly known as Vulcan's Gate, Two, a high resolution photograph of her find, with celestial object references that picture in the eye of the experienced explorer can make this search possible.
3: The. IEA is inviting groups, squadrons, and associations to apply as every group can bring their fleet carriers and make a home base on a POI map that will be provided. To complete the expedition, simply visit every single one of the POI and take the bus carrier back and check out in the IAEA's designated midpoint POI towards the bubble. The region is based on the map of Commander Kelly Eldridge so every POI is an excellent point to survey (coughs) around. If you fancy joining but don't have a group, never fear. You can always explore as an independent as part of the Independent Explorers Association book force which represents all explorers without being subjected to a squadron. Just sign up in the roster and you will be part of IEA for this expedition. This expedition starts the 12th of July, so you'll have time to talk to your squadron, your friends, and see if you can submit a team to f- try to discover their lost world. There are plenty of events for you to get involved in, but if this, that list isn't long enough and you know of more, then please email part at huttonorbital.com.
1: Oh, and we survived. <laughs> so we have Momus bog dogs, yeah. uh, sentient clothing, yeah.
4: and a big hole.
0: Yes. Th- <laughs> <Shoot>. Yes. <laughs> <God>. <laughs>
4: That's one way to phrase it. <laughs> yes. And, and, <laughs> and your uh, point? I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, not sure there well, is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can, can you tell it was a Mugs. slow news week? <laughs> Go on, yes, yeah, go no on. point. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not,
1: No, no. I'm. I'm. I'm just in awe. Is all of yeah. being of, able
2: of to of make make something out of nothing.
1: Yes, it's it pure skill. we, yeah, we,
0: this,
4: we this take the, 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 the,
1: middle,
0: the straw it? of the, str- the straw of nothingness <laughs> and weave it into <laughs> the polished turd of news.
6: Yes. <laughs> it's just, it's well, just you see, what media organisations
4: do. <laughs> yes. But, yes. Yeah. Every day. Yes. We could get a job with Fox News or anybody now.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can make stuff up. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, read that read story, mate. What's that about? I don't know. I just made it up. Oh, do, you're in. <laughs> do, you, do you think Frontier were
2: on to something last week when they when they decided to go fortnightly? For the night <laughs> shift—that's every two weeks. Um <laughs> <laughs> a um, Is that because you think they, they there knew was there no- wasn't going to happen, anything happening, yes. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why there's no live stream this week, because they yeah. correctly predicted um, there was going to be the- no news this week. Well, very little yeah.
1: news. Yeah. Do you think they'll update the look of black holes? Into what? Oh, in the game. In, into the Yeah, in the game. Well,
0: well don't forget, as, as the news article quite correctly said, the, the the view that we have that was arrived today... From the telescope is what we see from here. It doesn't show you what it would be like if you were actually nose to tail with
2: it. It didn't arrive today.
0: Well, it, it was released arrived. today. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was the uh, the picture was taken five years ago. <laughs> the, the data was collected.
0: Well, yes, because they've got they've got a lot of putting together. They're, each did each telescope actually give you one pixel, and then somebody was sitting around with a lot of sellotape. Uh, and, and trying to uh, trying to do the jigsaw without the picture on the lid.
6: You sound <laughs> like I sound like a familiar a with
4: Photoshop. I th- yeah, I thought it was like a lot of data, and then the computers use the data to generate an image. Well, the, it sounds too uh, clever. Half of it is is
2: filtering out all the other crap that's in the way. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember the about was it about three years ago we saw the first picture of a. Of a black hole yeah Mm. remarkably similar to this one yeah same technique Mm. yeah well they were taken at the same time and but because that one all right it's 55 million light years away um because you look basically out of the up and out of the plane of the milky way um it was relatively easy to filter out all the other crap whereas obviously looking towards um, the centre of the galaxy, when yeah. you're stuck in the middle of the disk, there's an awful lot of other crap in the way. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, well, yeah, I, I think of...
3: any
4: explorer
7: around I, I here will know to... that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I
4: hesitate to use the word crap, but there's a lot of crap in the way. Well, dark crap, then. Yeah. And... Mm. But there's like, um, well, there's sure. dust clouds, or stars, there's you light, sure? there's all sorts of
0: things. It's, you don't want to, we call it dark doesn't matter, you know. Yeah,
2: yes, yeah. That, that stuff, yeah. That, well, we, we don't know what it is, so that, anyway, That's that was in the... Uh, And Mm. and this one is is much closer, 26,000 light-years away. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I've been there. It would look great with
4: a big, fiery accretion disc, though. I've I've zoomed in
2: on the the, the orange blow as well, and I I I still can't see uh, discovered by Zulu Romeo. I'm still looking, though.
0: Mm. Mm. uh, Do you know, I I forgot to add into that the, the most important thing. We included a picture of a banana for scale. Yes. If you go back and look at our picture. You can you can see the bananas there. Yeah, the scale. bananas in there. It's
4: definitely it's, in there. It's, it's one it a,
2: quintillionth of a pixel, but it's still there. Is, it a, test, is
4: it a Tesco banana though? Way
6: yeah, yeah. Bananas oh over yeah.
4: Here. Um, you'll you'll also find there's a there's a key at the bottom which shows you other other measurements like a like a football pitch, a London mm-hmm. bus, uh, a Titanic, a giraffe, Whales. Yeah, whales. And you elephant. don't get giraffes in Wales. Yeah. Uh, a ball here that's, that's a Scotland one. Okay, that's... But that's that's uh, a tiny amount.
2: That'll that'll do. S- so, since yes. all we talk about when there's no Frontier Livestream, we talk about space blah blah. Yeah, hmm.
4: or the absence of a Frontier Livestream. That's yeah, the other thing the, we talk about. Uh,
2: the, the Obviously, the other bit of space blah blah that we normally talk about is mm-hmm. the James Webb t- Space Telescope. Oh, yeah. And... Uh. <laughs> I am predicting that Sean's going to put up the uh, the picture because he's he's organised. Like well, what have I done?
0: Um, I've done. I've done this. I've done the second second one first.
2: Hang on. Yeah, I'll do the other one now. We go. So it it, it kind of demonstrates, or it gives an indication of how much better Web will be than uh, the stuff we've thrown up before. The mm-hmm. I think that yeah, that's 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 an image that. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Sorry. No. Wait for me to catch up. up Sorry. Line. Yes. Jumping eight. across there. Sorry. No,
0: um, they're in a different order from the the way they were in the in the folder. Sorry. And she so, so, I,
2: I didn't read the bit of the script where you put it in.
1: It's <laughs> yeah. almost like we tried to plan this uh, yeah. it's,
2: mm. it's, and failed. It's, it's so so wise the wise the wide uh, infrared uh, survey um,
4: is that X- where we get the wise named stars from 855-0714. Like exactly that. yeah. cool. That's
2: The one. Yeah. Um. So it discovered uh, lots of brown doors quite close to us. And then, mm-hmm. why is it actually still in operation? It was only designed to, to be in operation for 10 months. I think they're going to phase it out next in about a year. Mm. Does that mean to have to update all of the uh, places where it's used
0: in the A to Z of Hutton well, space?
2: Well, if it finds any more, and we, we, we've obviously got to move into the systems for them to mm-hmm. qualify to be in the A to Z of Hutton space um but there may be some more systems. Uh, the second one there is obviously Spitzer and what the the thing you're looking at is uh, is the same region of the large Magellanic clouds. Um, oh
4: yeah yeah I always recognize a lot yeah, of the well, clouds. You, yeah well
2: yeah it's it's particularly not visible from Glasgow because it's in the southern hemisphere but uh, Yeah it's cloudy tonight as well. So, so this is I'll just put a, the, yeah. a sort of taster of what what we might be able, we're going to get mm. interesting.
4: Yeah. Anyway, do you think? Um, I did wonder about the the wise because there are a lot of brown dwarves that come out to be wise. Yeah, because it 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 was particularly. That's good it, good It's not that's it
0: it's Lord about. of the Rings going on about wise dwarfs. Come on.
2: It, it was because it it was looking for particularly cool objects. Yeah. I, I don't and mean like a leather jacket and shades. <laughs> I mean like low mm. temperature. So I think it can find stuff. Um between about 70 and 100 Kelvin. Depends how, how far away they are, of course. Yeah. Uh, that's the kind of kind of range, whereas Webb will uh, we'll discover stuff that's uh, much colder. To, 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 so after today's sad day, I mean, do we think black holes bind the galaxies together? Is that That's the next big question that's being asked.
0: Ooh, well, there, there, is there a pattern to them? Can, oh, you'd need a very big bit of string to link them together.
2: Yeah. Or, or duct tape. Because you know, light force—it it has a light side, a dark side. It binds the universe together oh. and, and fixes okay.
0: everything. Yes, yeah.
2: <laughs> Cable ties. <laughs> it's
0: not it, my
1: Velcro. Yeah, Velcro. But you'd have to have though. the corresponding Velcro.
2: Yeah.
4: Is it, mid, like made, matter
2: and antimatter—that kind of thing.
4: Like male and female Velcro. Mm. Yeah, there's there's hooks and loops. In space, no one can hear your Velcro tear. <laughs> and what do you do for a living? Or, oh, or, oh, 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 sex Velcro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so hooks and loops. Yeah. yeah, and and someone called one of those male. Which one? I'm curious. Well, yes.
4: Well, I don't know, Take you I pick, don't know if anybody did. I think I just seem to. We used to buy rolls of this stuff for sticking. The unit you know, was sticky back, and then you'd buy it, and it was always you had to buy a roll of hooks and a roll of loops. What, mm-hmm. Separately. Yeah. Yeah. Two rolls. They were big, big, long rolls. It must have been about twenty, thirty meters long, all rolled up, and you would unroll it, cut it to the length you needed, mm. peel the tape off the back, stick it. But it was, it was always called hooks and loops when we had it. Um, see, see, it's another thing that we have to
2: thank the space program for. Velcro.
0: And welcome yeah. to Hobbycraft
2: Hour.
6: Yes, <laughs> it's like
2: it's like a, another episode of Dull Men's Club, isn't it?
8: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <coughs> yes. But there you go. So yeah, I don't. I don't know about male and female. I don't know if they actually call yeah. it that. Pro- probably not. I just made that up. Mm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sound so chuffed about doing that too. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sorry, we've. We, we, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've we spoiled your thing by asking you questions. I do apologise. Yeah. So. And,
0: and I, I don't want to break it to you, but you have not invented the idea of male and female. Sorry. Maybe <laughs> applying it to Velcro, but
4: <clears throat> yes, it's <laughs> have... Yeah, it got me thinking now. They had to do that with the docking system, didn't they? There was some weird docking system. Was it for the International Space Station or the Gemini capsules? But well, neither one, neither the United States or the Soviet Union, as it was, wanted to be the, the female part of the, the docking system. So <laughs> oh, they had to make some weird monkey grip thing that, yeah, that they were both male. Yeah, so it turns out they were both male parts, but they managed to fit together quite nicely. Mm. Which is yeah.
0: No well, one was receiving,
4: I presumably. Yes. No, no no one was receiving, <laughs> both both were uh, doing something else. Mm. Yeah. They just t- they touched latches and it was all over. <laughs>
6: yeah.
4: Hmm. So there you go.
0: Yes. Oh.
4: Space exploration
0: and so, chill for you. Yes. Well, uh are, are we trying to squeeze blood out of this this section now, or <laughs> have we got anything else we can possibly talk about that's not that's not that's even less you think, interesting? you
2: think we call for the safe one. I think we're we're doing all right. Fifty two minutes at the end of the banter not, not 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 bad. It's not going to be
0: no uh, too short. No, no but the,
1: What is it's, this thing about an Ishihara?
0: Well, let's 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 wait. Would you like me to move on? To, would you like me to that? So, uh, so no, I wanted to do this for ages now, but it didn't seem fair when Fantian's here because he's at a disadvantage being colour blind. So, this is an Ishihara plate. Uh, tell me when you can work out what it is.
4: <clears throat> says chat.
1: Yeah, it says chat. Wait. Ooh. It
4: it's a llama. It's not a llama. Look at those ears and look at the nose. I know what that is. Oh uh, yeah. You, I, actually, actually, Vantian would be able to see that. You, it. you <laughs> don't no, it's not. And it's, uh, you don't get orange colour playing so he would be able to see that and recognise that it is An. Peruvian Ardvark.
6: Arvak. Ardvark,
4: Ardvark. Anyway, like my mother used to say. There's none so blind as those who can't see. And a fuck, A fuck. All of which leads us to Flossie with the CG News. It's Flossie. It's Flossie.
6: It's Flossie. It's Flossie.
3: Flossy here with this week's Community Girls News. The previous week's CGs uh, support Allied Anti Xeno efforts in Didio, Sosong, uh, Federal in Sosong, and Imperial in Novas uh, all finished today and all finished at tier 8, various stages between 8 and 9. Uh, the Allies had 131.4 billion credits earned. The Federation had 460 billion credits earned and Imperials had 262.3 billion credits earned. Uh, Deliver Meta-Allies to support Professor Pearland's research project finished also this morning at Tier 5 with 891,812 units collected. The Cargo Racks will be awarded as follows. Top 75% of 4A corrosion resistant cargo racks, top 50% will get 5A, and top 10% will get 6A. And on this week's CG's, supply rare goods for Rackham celebration. The entrepreneur Zachary Rackham has asked for deliveries of rare items to Edmondson High in the Beta Hydra system. At a press conference on the Planet Homeland, Mr Rackham announced, It's not every day that a humble businessman like me celebrates becoming a trillionaire. So I'm holding a week-long party in the upper floors of Rackham Spire. To make sure my guests are entertained, I'll keep my stocks of Andoliga fireworks from Andoliga, Aparieti from Upan Killis, Gerasian Beer from Geras, Panta Sticks from George Pantazis, and Yusean Tree Cubs from Yuzair High throughout the entire week. I've also arranged with pilots to receive temporary permits to the Beta Hydra system which will last until the 2nd of June. Anything to make life easier for my trader friends. Mr. Rackham faced criticism for hosting a celebration at a time when so many have died in recent thargoid attacks. In response, he claimed he had a duty to boost public morale by filling the news with happier stories. Financial reporter Brianna Bianco commented in the Federal Times. The guest list for this party includes politicians, media magnates, public publicity gurus and many others who would prove useful if you're running a presidential campaign. Should Rackham get enough of them on his side, presumably by sparing no expense on their comfort and entertainment, he may set his sights on the Federation's top job. The campaign will run until the 19th of May. If the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. To earn rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering Andaliga Fireworks, Apovietti, Geratian Guiri's Beer, Panta and Yusean Tree Grubs to Edmonton High in the Beta Hydra system. And please note, this is a permit system, so fleet carriers will not be able to access it. And that's it for this week's City News.
8: Flossie told you what
3: to do. Thank you, Flossie.
1: Well, it sounds like that party will need a lot of suitcases to supply it with goodies. And speaking of goodies that really are some kind of a case, it's those three-syllabled conjurers of current affairs. It's none other than Beetlejuice and Weatherspoon.
7: Alnet News Digest, 12th of May 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Salvation scares off the Thargoids, Professor Palin gathers many meta-alloys, Zach Rackham celebrates becoming a trillionaire, there's trouble brewing in the Pegasus sector, and we have a prediction for a day-long planetary collision happening this weekend. As was widely anticipated, Thargoids have suddenly vanished from the Didio, Novas, and Sozong systems, leaving HIP-38225 and Pokemon to struggle on with their longer-lasting incursions. Salvation's military number one, Commodore Morag Halloran, confirmed that this was a result of Salvation's superweapon being set off in the three systems. Unlike its previous uses, Salvation did not send the anti-Thargoid weapons on his own ships into the three affected systems. The Alliance, Imperial and Federal capital ships in each system are believed to have been responsible for firing the weapons on Salvation's behalf. Also unlike previous uses, there have as yet been no reports of crashed Thargoid ships on any of the planets in the three systems. It is possible that the newest version of the weapon is more precise in its effect than the version used in the Kornsar system and in the Pleiades last year. Halloran claimed that all the Thargoids in all three systems retreated into hyperspace to escape the tuned electromagnetic pulse given off by the weapons. The three Admirals who have been coordinating the defence of the three systems for the past two weeks congratulated Salvation on the efficacy of his weapon. Jade Sanderlin of Vox Galactica assesses that it now seems likely that the three superpowers will rely even more heavily on Salvation's assistance in future, and that Salvation will receive increased levels of funding for research and development of even more devastating weaponry. Those who assisted in fighting off Thargoids and who turned in their combat bonds at Plymouth Howl in the Changier system, Nusling Volhard settlement in the Zlota system, and Sturkow Orbital in the Lessheimer system can now claim their additional cash reward. Thargoids continue to infest HIP 38225 and Pacuman, which are presumably less glamorous and newsworthy. In related news, long-term Thargoid researcher Professor Ishmael Palin is said to be delighted with the meta-alloy supplied to him as part of his new research programme into the biomechanical nature of Thargoid technology. He has authorised the release of high-capacity, corrosion-resistant cargo racks to the top participants in the appeal, and these can allegedly be collected from James Sneddon's starport in the Morton-Mart system. Palin has previously hinted that these racks will be useful during the second phase of his research program, which apparently has the backing of the three superpowers. Palin's original research program into Thargoid sensors, or unknown artifacts as they were then known, terminated abruptly after interference by the Federation and other unnamed adversaries, so it's encouraging to see him returning to Thargoid research. James Seddon Starport will continue to offer high prices for Thargoid tissue samples, which will be used throughout Professor Palin's research programme.
9: Presidential non-candidate Zachary Rackham has bought Orbis' starport fabricator cavernous spaceframes in the process, and somewhat mysteriously. His personal wealth is believed to have passed 1 trillion credits. That's a 1 with a credit sign in front, and 12 zeros after it. Quite how this total value can have increased immediately after buying Kavanaugh is somewhat mysterious. Perhaps he bought it for well under the market value. The purchase itself was a bit strange. Akam has been negotiating with the Kavanaugh Board of Investors for years, and never seemed anywhere close to making the deal. And now, suddenly, they've caved and sold the company out. In line with Rackham's business practice, Kavanaugh Spaceframes will henceforth be known as Rackham Spaceframes. CEO Susanna Haynes put a positive spin on the purchase, suggesting that the improved financial stability that an ex pirate like Rackham can offer may help improve efficiency in the manufacturing process. In celebration of the takeover, and of his first trillion credits, Rackham has invited a wide selection of guests from all over the Federation to Beta a hydri to celebrate, in what is expected to be a highly lavish week-long party at the top of his skyscraper, Rackham Spire. Obscenely large quantities of Apavietii, Gerasium gueus beer, Panta prayer sticks, Uzaian tree grubs and, and a league of fireworks are expected to be consumed or set fire to. Independent pilots are invited to supply these rare goods to Edmondson High in Beta Hydra. Rackham has arranged for all those taking part to receive temporary permits to the system to make delivery easier. The Federal Times suggests that, suspicious though the purchase may be, it can only provide Rackham with an immense boost as an undeclared presidential candidate. Rackham's spaceframes, as it is now, has played a huge part in the colonisation of space, and will lend a gravitas to the potential candidate should he choose to take on Hudson and Winters, and stand to become an independent president in 3309. And with Rackham and whining and dining some of the Federation's top politicians, publicists and press barons, he may well be sounding out those who might form the core of his election
7: team. A failed assassination attempt has put the Kumo crew on a war footing, with Pirate King Archon Delane vowing vengeance against his former right-hand man, Vidar Trask. Archcorsair Trask, a member of the Kumo Council's small, secretive inner circle, has been the behind-the-scenes administrator who's kept the piracy operation running smoothly for many years. Now, it seems, he wants to be in charge and to introduce a more corporate, economically more productive approach to the Kumo systems. In order to introduce this modernized approach, he hired assassins to kill Delane. The Pirate King seems to have escaped by the narrow... Margins, with his personal guards holding off Trask's hired assassins just long enough for delaying to escape. A pitched battle is now raging between the sub-factions of the Kumo crew, with the coup attempt struggling to take control of key resources. Many pirate groups and freelancers are believed to be assisting this effort, although Trask has apparently not yet made an appeal to independent pilots to help. Meanwhile, Delane has vowed to put down the rebellion and has described the methods he will use to exact a violent revenge on his one-time most trusted colleague. It is not clear at this stage what part the other two arch corsairs plan to take in the battle. They are Kay Valentine, once part of the Blue Viper Club Dredger clan, and recently appointed Callan Salamanca, the son of the deceased Gideon Soulless Salamanca, who is believed to have died. On Delane's orders. A
9: very, very slow collision between two ice worlds is confidently predicted by canon scientist Commander LCU, no fool like one. Way out in the Praye A PX-XC3-1 system, Moons AB3, B -B and AB3. C will gently come into contact at 23.19 on Saturday, the 14th of May. Travelling at only 22 km an hour at impact, the icy bodies are expected to very slowly merge, overlapping nearly 90% during the middle of the encounter. The collision and separation will last all day Sunday, and it won't be until early on Monday morning that they separate and very, very slowly move apart again. Potential scientists are reminded of two important caveats. Firstly, the collision has been predicted using an astrolabe and a set of divining rods, but it has not yet been observed, so it is possible this event may be something of a damp squib. Secondly, doing science on the surface of a moon that is colliding with another moon carries with it certain risks. Finding oneself wearing a moon as a hat, or indeed, finding oneself inside a moon which can easily happen, is often found to be fatal. If you choose to visit this exciting phenomenon, be aware that you may die, and, depending on the circumstances of your death and the location of your actorship, you may find yourself transported some distance by the so-called rescue
7: rangers. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.
2: Commanders Beetlejude and Wotherspoon for your cogent digestion and correct pronunciation. Never has a colon been put to better use except maybe in this sentence. It's over to Mere Harkness and the Hutton Helper results.
6: (music)
4: Welcome to the Hutton Helper results. The Hutton Helper results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a free owl replicant. This week we have the following events: the Getting Out of the City Shield, the T9 Full of Designer Eyeballs Cup Winners Cup, the Help Leon Get His Photos Back Challenge, the Slipped and Fell Through a Shop Window Just as You Shot Me in the Ass Stage Vu Trophy. The Roy Batty Will Break Your Fingers Survival Challenge and the Home Again, Home Again, Jiggery Jig Dance-A-Thon. So, take an umbrella for the acid rain, be careful when you buy your Nexus 6s and if you fail the Camp test, you are disqualified with extreme prejudice. This week's Hutton Helper results are Zebedian jumped 24,000 light years to come first in distance travelled. Montgomery Python sold 23,000 tonnes of... Well, stuff. Top mission runner, Montgomery Python again, with 788 mission points. Alex Zulno handed in 1 billion and 1 credits worth of bounties. Lordless with two L's, handed in 209 million credits worth of combat bonds. And Rogue 2-3-SOC delivered 10,358 people to more or less where they wanted to go. So that's decals for Lawless, with two L's, Rogue23SOC, and Eostra, who did something that isn't on the list. Email, I took part at HuttonOrbital.com and reached to collect your Hutton decal kit. which this week consists of an origami dog, some steak scales, and a bowl of noodles with some lovely insect meat. Mmm. There were two Hutton runs this week, so we have supplies again. Retired Navy IT1 made the run in one hour, 23 minutes and 45 seconds, which puts them in 60th place overall. And Ni got there in two hours, 45 minutes, two hours, 24 minutes and 45 seconds for 606th place. Now, you might think that's slow, but there are 13 people on the list who are slower, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. Um, right. I uh, appear to have a little problem. I have lost <laughs> the end of my hunting. I've lost <laughs> the end!
6: I've
4: lost the end! Oh no! Seamless. Seamless! I'm just going to read the end off another one. Hold on a minute. I will be right back. <laughs> la la la. Somebody sing to them in the meantime, please. Uh, uh, thank you. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs>
0: Something about studio. <laughs> uh,
4: whoa, it, uh, who knows? Make it up. Yeah. Make it up. Yeah. Well, there's loads of things out there in the galaxy which need to be shipped, shot, farted at, blown up, looked at sideways, and etc. So, get yourself a copy of the uh, of the Hot Helper by going to hot.forthemug.com And you can download it, or you can install it, or you can just look at it online. Um, And maybe win yourself a decal. So, back to Studio 5.
1: Well, I feel he- that went well.
4: Well, yeah. Who, who was desperate? I mean, anything, to has, the show anything has to be. <laughs> <laughs> anything has to be better than be genetically designed to forget the end of your thing. That you do every week. <laughs> I don't do every week. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You tell us where to get decal or where to send. Email. Oh yeah, yeah, that I do. Yeah, I do that every week. I don't forget memory. every week. I did, did the end. Mm-hmm. just just sort of reading down and reading down, and I went, oh, oh, it's not there. Oh.
0: I'm just looking through some oh, old versions no. here while you talk that through. Oh,
4: Yeah. And here I'm, we go. I can do that. I can do that. There's a whole I'll galaxy of stuff in being shipped, shot, rescued, looted, repaired, destroyed, bought and sold. And you can earn yourself a very fetching hut and decal for doing it. How do you ask? Well, I'll tell you. Just go to hotdogforthemob.com <laughs> and download a sign up for the delicious new hut well, and airport. It's, it's too late to now. You should have done it five minutes ago. You, know,
0: you, didn't, you never put this in. I'm going back, I'm going back to the 10th.
4: Looking at the, 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 you know, the old, yeah, old version of that. No. that. no. you would have made that. a great ending. No, yeah. would have made a great ending, wouldn't it? I think the improvised, oh fuck, oh fuck, where is <laughs> the stuff? I don't know what the stuff is. I don't know what I'm doing. Help me, help me, help me. Somebody saying, no, nobody's singing. Okay, I'll just continue and then I'll make something <laughs> up. Of course, um, now I
0: would have edited it and made it sound better, but the problem is, of course, there are so many things that come after that. It's more work to do that. So I'm just going to leave you fuck up in there.
4: <laughs> yeah, just leave it. Yeah, just leave
0: it. Assume we will learn. No, right. We do not have a Rares Digest this week. Uh, Amelia's still a bit sore, but we're not going to take why, but she is. Um, and <laughs> and when, we said, when we said put the cream on, we didn't mean whipped with sugar in it, OK? That, um, yeah. the, um, you
4: have to be more, more succinct be with these things.
0: Yes, we will. Uh, yeah, and right. you don't want to
4: be putting deep heat cream there.
0: No. No. and And believe me, that was no. for external use only. Yes, yeah,
4: yeah. It specifically <laughs> warns against doing that. Yeah, back to the suppository system.
0: I tell you what, for all the good that did. Yes. Yeah, so, well so of, not to hmm. worry. I'm. i There may or may not be a rare digest next week. We will have to see how we go. Is there anything else we want to cover before we all disappear off and and su- surprise people in our house? Thinking, what
4: are you doing Just back
6: here head. now? I want
4: to cover. I want to cover my head. Mm,
2: Your heed Yes.
4: Heed my
2: yes. massive heed. Yes, Galnet Rares Digest next week is coming to you from a
4: lay by on the fifty five. They given your comments about being sore and this and that, I don't think I don't think the whole lay by thing sits well. <laughs> no, that is not a plural. <laughs>
6: <God>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when they say go. sits well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah let's let's
4: yeah, <laughs> we might need to say
0: for again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, are we are we uh, are we prepared, everybody?
4: Yes. yes. <clears throat> so,
0: okay. So uh, I'd like I'd like to finish to say um, good night to our listeners and good night to Commander Thompson. You truly knew what it was to do it for the mug. 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 For
2: the mug. For the mug. For the
4: mug.
6: FOR THE father
8: FOR THE Journey too long, no cargo too small the profit margins never really mattered at all You're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere Loading all the team out to the brim with the rest for the, more. For, the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. For the more. Yeah. Everybody sing the trucker song mm-hmm. Flossy always seems to crash into the sun Skibble lies the pilot on the Xbox One Having out the fray, you know he leads us well Truck across the galaxy, now everybody, yeah. For the, more, for, the more, for the more, for the more, for the more, yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. For the more. Everybody sing the Huntin' Truckers song. For the more, for the more. Just where we're coming from For the more For the more For the more For the Everybody more. sing the Chooker yeah. song Give me a large path that I can land on And I'll give you cargo and sing you my song No point twenty-two light like years to go Cruising to one oh, 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 oh. No journey too long No cargo too small The profit margins never really mattered at all Gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere. So shout it out loud, like you don't even care for the moth. For the more, For the, more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody sing a new trucker's song. For the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where they're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody sing a new trucker's song.
6: Seamless.